You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hi, this is the illustrious Michael K. Easton. I'm Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. And I'm Cobra's elite weapon manufacturer and supplier, Seth Stro. I'm not laughing this time. I, <laughs> Does I that make us dreadnoughts? <laughs> Michael's the chick. You get the pink hair. I like pink hair. <laughs> well, actually, I'd want it like neon blue. Can I have neon blue? No. All right, fine. I'll wear pink. I'm in a good mood tonight, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah? Why are you in a good mood, Jordan? I, I saw Chris Hardwick on a talk show talking about being engaged. And I heard he got married or what? I didn't. He's I know, getting he married. Okay, getting married yes. to a very rich, rich. I, I learned who his Hearst. His yeah, uh, yes. yeah, part of the Hearst dynasty. Yes, I'm sure some millionaire, billionaire, perhaps. And all his friends let him know it. <laughs> I'm like a nerdy podcaster scored a gorgeous nerdy billionaire heiress. <laughs> There's like, hope. Oh, the world. <laughs> There's sometimes justice in the world, even if you're not Chris Hardwick. Have you not seen The Secret? No. You put out that positive vibration and it comes back. Oh, that's my problem. Is, is that? <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why this is what you're getting back. <laughs> okay, I should have read that book. You're right. You have to put out the positivity, <laughs> and it will come back to you. It's called Laws of Attractions. Yeah, we got a little. Uh, just before we get started, we got a little paperwork to take care of. You just, just sign here, Michael. Sign here, delivered. Okay. Just Manila envelope. Uh, where did that go? I don't say return Special address. delivery. I'm really worried about this now. <laughs> Is it like photograph? It looks like uh, incriminating. It's like every uh, detective movie. That's what incriminating photographs Don't play coy. You know just exactly what's in there. This feels like this is blackmail. Oh, by the way, you've been served. Uh-oh. <laughs> Speed it up. We can yeah. get it's an hour podcast. Do I need to read this? As attorney for one, Jordan Lowe, owner-operator of this establishment, Asylum Comics, this officer of the court orders you to cease and desist any further of removal of any layers of clothing that will reveal your naked body to the innocents in or around of Mr. Lowe's establishment. You may only remove a piece of clothing if it reveals another substantial layer (laughs) of conventional clothing underneath. I'm sorry, but you did not explain what conventional is. Your conventional and my conventional. I guarantee it's different. Underneath, and no exposure is incidental in the process of said layer removal. (laughs) Filed on this day in the year 2016. So that that's sounds, legally binding. That sounds pretty official. <laughs> <laughs> that you saw that everybody is a witness to him laughing in the face of the wall. Now the only reason why I'm not removing my shirt right now in protest is Jordan asked me prior to keep this PG. So well, your I shirt shall... is on right side up. We can tell. Yeah, it is. I can see the pocket. <laughs> That's how he knows. He looks looks for the pocket. You don't know how many times I do that. I'm at work and I look down. I'm like, damn. I just put that pen in my pocket. Fell right on the floor. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. If you're if you're lost, you should listen to our last episode where Michael was a little bit sleep deprived. So how, how much? How many hours we got this? This night, I actually got some sleep. Oh, I think big it, mistake, folks. Tune out. Yeah, <laughs> I think I got a good four. 
Oh, five. Might be maybe. Okay. <laughs> Good for a slip of the tongue or a, yeah, a funny sound effect. <laughs> so just so you know, after we do the news, we're going to hit what's coming out on Free Comic Book Day next week. So, Hooray. So just so you know, stick around for that. Let's do some Star Wars. So... Star Wars! Nothing but Star Wars! They're halfway through principal photography already on episode 8. Director Ryan Johnson posted a couple pics online. Had like a part of an X-Wing and something mm. else. You can't even tell what it is. But. I saw A-Wings are going to be back. It, ooh. I saw that somewhere. They're bringing back the A-Wings. Wasn't that what... Obi-Wan was flying in, like, Attack of the Clones or something like that. Uh, the, so, I, I remember them from Jedi. They were in Jedi. I remember that. I think that was their first appearance in the original. Oh, okay. Now, is an A-Wing called an A-Wing because it's in the shape of an A, like yeah, an X-Wing? Yeah. yeah. They keep it simple. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you got X-Wing? Yeah, we can't get it by you. Well, actually, the B-Wing. B-Wing, <laughs> yeah. The B-Wing was called a B-Wing because, because it stood for Blade. Oh, okay. That was the reason behind that. Yeah, so. Tie fighters do kind of look like bow ties. Yeah. What? Oh, oh my oh. goodness! I thought it was just about the twin ion cannons. <laughs> we are breaking ground right here. <laughs> this a couple of weeks ago, J.J. Abrams made some sort of slip and was saying that Ray's parents are not in Episode Seven, and then he had to kind of backtrack on that because hmm. I mean he was asked that. That's what he said. They're not in Episode Seven, but then he he said. Well, he meant she didn't discover them in episode seven. So I don't know whether which which is the truth and which is the what was going on there. So they're going to play this out even longer. Yeah, right. a big mystery. And Mads Mikkelsen, who's going to be in the Rogue mm-hmm. One, he slipped up big time. Was not supposed to do this. <laughs> he he let <laughs> is he out. in Disney jail now. He's he's the guy. Yeah, I would say so. He's the guy that uh, that NBC show Hannibal. That they had, he played Hannibal. It, it had its moments, but he's, I really like him. Hannibal he, Lecter. Yeah. He uh, he said he is playing... <laughs> 18. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. No. Remember 18? Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> his, Hannibal, Hannibal Smith, or what was his yeah. last name? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. How much sleep did you have? <laughs> Not enough. Felicity Jones is playing Jen Urso in the movie, and he's let out that he's her father in the movie. And he's the main villain? No, no, I'd no. like to be her He's, dad. I don't. The dude in the cape is the main. Well, yeah, that's Ben Mendelsohn. And rumored Darth Vader's back too. So yeah, he yeah he they asked him that and he said that he if he knew that and he said yeah I know but I'm not gonna give <laughs> let that one out. And Ewan McGregor was all over today. He gets he cannot be interviewed now without being questioned about a Obi Wan movie in between episodes three and four, and he's making it real clear. Because I think he wants the part. Yeah. <laughs> He's not he, campaigning. He's like, everybody just keeps asking me. I'm not going around saying I want that or that I expect. But he's not running away from right. it either. Oh, he wants yeah. it. Yeah, but he is. he's like, okay, if I keep talking about it, you guys keep asking me, they're not going to cast me. I, I had heard there for a while they were talking about, at least the rumor was it was going to be a trilogy, Obi-Wan series. Hey, I'd take that. He was... The best, the best part things, of yeah, yeah, the best part of the prequel. Did, so. What do you guys think about? Are we that? talking like between episodes three, three and four? Yeah, yeah. Like the, it, the how, twenty how to thirty years. To yeah, yeah. That exactly. would make the most sense. Yeah, yeah. He he wants it, but he's like, quit asking me. Nobody's. <laughs> they have not contacted me. Basically, you guys want that or don't want it? I'd love to know how he knows so much about Sand people. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, he's like he's a total expert. He had to learn yeah. that somewhere. 
or or why uh, Luke's adopted parents or whatever don't like him. Yeah, there's some backstory there we didn't get. Yeah, so I I want it. I'd be all for it. And you wouldn't be laughing all the ways to the bank because all the people <laughs> be dissing him about the prequels and be bringing yeah, but it back. He was good in the prequels. Yeah, he was. He's a good actor. The best part, that's for sure. As long as we don't get um, Qui Gon. Well, him too. <laughs> but uh, old Anakin himself, I could d- do without that guy ever again. TV. No, actually, that would be really good. What? See, I'm sorry, I just no, back- right. backpedaled all over you, but. Seeing Anakin as do. Darth Vader, like the young Darth Vader, like fighting against Obi Wan. We saw that in yeah, Revenge of the Sith. We've seen, but that. I know. But you mean he, as Darth Vader? Yeah, he doesn't know Anakin's Darth Vader when Dar- when he becomes Darth Vader. So there would okay. be this whole, you know, rise of Darth Vader, mm-hmm. and Obi Wan would be, you know, it would be his whole trilogy of fighting. You know, I would say he'd have to be in it. Like, I yeah. mean, if there's yeah. a, okay. that that amount of time, would definitely have some Darth Vader in it. Yeah, so how does Obi-Wan learn? You know, when he tells Luke, Darth Vader killed your father, how does he learn? If he's in exile somewhere on the de- in the right, desert, right. how would he know about who this Darth Vader character is? Yeah. I would yeah. say what happens is if they do do a trilogy, it would be Darth Vader, like, fights Obi-Wan and beats him, and he has to go, but he doesn't kill him. Like, he... Oh, there's that spark of humanity at yeah. the last second. Originally, yeah, the original Star Wars script, they just let out... Well, What's the, P- Peter Mayhew? Is that who was Chewbacca? Chewbacca? Mm-hmm. He's been posting the original page Star Wars page. page by page, and when it got to that part, uh, or the original script, Darth Vader does not kill Obi Wan, mm. and they re- they fixed that. Yeah, but, right. Obviously, but that that was a big surprise everybody was talking about. But. Huh. And again, I want to go on record saying Obi Wan Kenobi is the only person killed by a lightsaber that is disintegrated. <laughs> <laughs> No, he was very brittle living in the desert all those years. <laughs> you get dehydrated. That's right. You have to live closer to the moisture farm. <laughs> so, TV. You have failed this city. Run, Barry, run. Marvel and DC on TV. I am Supergirl. What's your name, darling? Agent. Jobless. Um, they're casting for Walking Dead, the Ezekiel character from the comics, oh. and this is this is what they're searching for. And this is the actual casting. We, they want flamboyant and wise, nice and weird. Sounds about right. <laughs> and wise, nice, nice and, and weird. Michael, who you got? It's going to be Ezekiel. You don't even know who Ezekiel is. Do you? you didn't read it. Dreadlocks. Yep. Okay. Oh yeah, I, d- I actually did a uh, sketch cover with him on it. He had a tiger mm-hmm. in the book. Shiva. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, George Clinton. George Clinton. There you go. Wow. Is he still alive? So yeah, yeah. yeah. George Clinton. <laughs> Funk it up, baby. <laughs> He'd be like bringing the power. Bootsy Collins comes in as a zombie, <laughs> playing the bass. It's all gold. <laughs> You're welcome, Walking Dead. We just cast that for you. And I just saw, like, ten minutes ago, they're going to do a, a series for Amazon Prime, uh, Tom Clancy, Jack Ryan series. Yeah. And it's going to be, did you see who they cast? No. John Krasinski. What? Yeah. <laughs> I just saw that. It's from, that, the, from office? the office. 
You can't tell, but I just gave the camera a weird look. Yeah. And mugged, I mugged for the camera. Well, he's trying to be all action star now after whatever that last movie was. I saw some clips of him in that uh, Benghazi movie. Yeah, he was like he all was, jacked. Yeah, and he stuff. looked like yeah. a Special Forces soldier. Yeah. He, he got into shape. Yeah, so that's the plan. That was within the hour. Brand hmm. new news. Um, then we didn't get to talk last time, Michael. And we did hear from Sexy James Olsen last week, but what, what does he think of the finale of Supergirl? Sexy James Olsen really liked the last episode of Supergirl. <laughs> oh, Let me tell you, <laughs> Supergirl kisses like nobody else. Soul brother. She is so smooth. <laughs> and I'd like to clear something up oh, from last God. week. I, I just want to tell you, you, you guys were um, asking about. Uh, <laughs> I think Sexy James may be related to Billy D. <laughs> Well, you know, I, we're, uh, calm Slap. down. We're trying to keep this PG. Thank you yeah. <laughs> so, before you speak. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, you know, Su- Supergirl, I got to keep it PG. I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> but I just want to. We almost heard something about Supergirl. I just want to say that. Uh, you popped that cork. I saw that. You know, you guys were asking about uh, Hawk, Jimmy Olsen. See, we're actually. <laughs> Half brothers, you know. I'll go into it. We'll, we'll we'll hear a lot about it down the road, but uh, we actually we have a little, you know. Uh, but <laughs> I don't like any of this. I'm very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> but again, I'm keeping it PG. So I just want to say that. Just think what PG thirteen is. Ooh. Supergirl's kiss is on my lips. <laughs> So what do you think of the? Hey, Michael's back. What do you think of the episode? Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I had to go to the bathroom. Um, you guys are savages. Your seat warm. You guys are. Yeah, it's actually. It feels very smooth and buttery. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. His seat is buttery. Um, yeah, you guys are savages. I teared up. I was an emotional wreck watching oh the finale gosh. of Supergirl because she is just so full of hope. It's probably sickening to you nah. but it just fills my heart with joy and love and understanding and what is wrong with you people i don't know i'm broken so who was in the who was in yes the who was in the pod that's all i care about what what well here's what i'm afraid of Uh-oh. i'm afraid that because they're saying she was trapped in the phantom zone for all this time that she was one that pulled Fort Ross out of the Phantom Zone into, you know, um, Earth, that this is going to show up as the actual Supergirl that's like 15 or whatever, or however old she was. So we get like a Power Girl. And, well, that's going to be showing up somewhere else. Now I'm listening. Power Girl. I know her. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm afraid, like, I think that's where it's going to go, where she... So there's going to be some conflict, and you're going to find out that there's, you know, some weird twist where Supergirl, Supergirl, and this person, someone else, or it is the beams that they were sending out into space pulled some other lost Kryptonium. So I, it has to be a character we would recognize. Like right. they, I don't think it would be a cliffhanger if it was just oh here's some random Kryptonian. Yeah. Like I think it's a named character. Yeah. yeah. It's well, it kind of has to be. If it's a nobody or somebody they made up, then that just it's leaves e- us at a normal episode. It's either that or it's her boyfriend comet. Her boyfriend comet? Yeah, if you go back to... As in... 
the super horse. <laughs> if you go back to the old continuity, nudity, continuity, <laughs> pronunciations of Mike Lee. If you go back into the original continuity, she had a super horse named Comet. I do believe. I'm hoping I'm correct on the name. Uh, but in the, <laughs> I I wouldn't question it. But in the um, Peter David version of Supergirl that ran in was that late nineties, early two thousands, uh, thereabouts. Yeah, they reintroduced that character, but it was the, it was kind of like a hybrid character that morphed into a human character that she dated. Oh, a horseman pet that turned human, and then they dated. Well, it was it was just a new character that they didn't introduce that was like from outer space that was an alien, but he happened to be like a horse human hybrid kind of <laughs> character. If my memory serves me correctly. It doesn't nice. always. Excellent. It so. sounds, sounds legit. Super Centaur. Yes. <laughs> I can hear the slash fiction being written as we speak. <laughs> Good luck this keeping the wrong people yeah, say for good, PG good luck keeping Super, that continuity yeah. nudity together. <laughs> Supergirl's half horse boyfriend. <laughs> That's on the regular which, show. Which, which yeah. half though? Sexy James Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> I've got s- never mind. Okay. Please continue. Moving on. on. This is get so very bad. I heard there was a couple funerals on Arrow. You guys watch that show anymore? Uh, yeah, I just hear things. I don't watch it. Well, we had the there were we had the flashback of Tommy's going back to season one, Tommy's funeral, um, and seeing how much Oliver hated Laurel. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, Canary Cry was the title of the episode where we have Laurel's uh, funeral and. Um, but they Suddenly, keep flashing back to Tommy's funeral. Yeah, they keep yeah. flashing back. Which they don't really do that. Like, it's weird because they're trying to do it seamless, but at the same time, like... It was kind of clunky. Yeah. But I don't think I ever remember Detective Lance having that much hair. I don't either. <laughs> and then also, uh, suddenly we have another Black Canary. So we're into our Which, third iteration of Black Canary on this one show. Well, whatever the new Black Canary does, she needs to stay away from arrows. That's all I gotta say. Because they <laughs> like to die by the hand of arrows. Yeah, and apparently her scream is more powerful. Which I kind of liked it. They, they were trying to go... Back to the comic. What's yeah. her powers? What's she do? Sonic scream. Okay. Mm-hmm. She can bust your drums when she opens her mouth. <laughs> well, that's all you need. <laughs> Stop me <laughs> in my tracks. Because canaries are known for their screeching and yelling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> from... From what I was reading, (laughs) you take them down in the coal mines, don't you? Um, But anyway, from what I was reading, that she is some kind of relation of the Lances because it was tied into. Well, if you if you catch it, it was tied into her DNA. So they kept saying, "How can she be using this?" Mm -hmm. Because it was tied into her DNA. Okay. So she is somehow related because you actually you see her in the background at the funeral. Yeah. Um, and from what I was reading, somewhere Which they I were trying to weird. allude that she's some relation. Hmm. Okay. Flash? I don't know, Jordan. He's like, looked like you were thinking really hard. Did you have a comment? I was just thinking about when we were going to be talking about Arrow. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Flash? Flash. Something happened on Flash. You tried, You put some link. Flash. What link did I put? Wally. Wally. 
Ooh, Wally. Is Wally's future about to change? Oh, you know it is. Him and Jesse Quick. I just, I love how Orson, Orson, Harrison, (laughs) Orson Welles, Orson Welles, Harrison Welles, like the alternate, what'd you say? (laughs) Go on. Harrison Harrison Welles, Earth 2 counterpart, has been taking voice acting legends, voice acting from Batman. (laughs) Christian Bale. Thank you. (laughs) Because he he like, he's got that... That makes me chuckle just about every time he opens his mouth. He's so gravelly and so much gravitas on everything he says. But <laughs> That's pretty good right there. <laughs> it's like they're I've been taking lessons. I know. I was gonna say, that's better than any Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, Dr. Stein did save his life. Uh, <laughs> that, that wasn't Orson Welles. That was H.G. Wells. <laughs> wow, I am on fire tonight. <laughs> Oh. You guys need to bottle Somewhere, this. I guarantee you, we have at least one listener that's followed all our threads <laughs> and knows what the heck you guys are talking about. Whoever you are, God bless you. <laughs> Sooner or later, you will speak Michael. <laughs> now, where was I going? Oh, okay. But anytime he says Jesse Quick, it's like he's throwing it to the fan fanboys out there because always goes, Jesse Quick. <laughs> and then continues on. But yeah, they're going to do a Flash Paradox or uh, Flashpoint. Flashpoint reference. Yeah, it was obviously the getup. They're going to try to light. Wall, or, they're going to uh, try and duplicate the accident yeah. that gave Barry his powers, so he regains the Speed Force and they're going to light go, his butt on fire. Yeah, battle Zoom, and, and, ho- and hopefully Wally and Jesse gets caught in the blast. Right. But if they want to, you know, do it continuity style, Jesse's got to do the equation somehow yeah and so in the meantime caitlin snow has been kidnapped by zoom and is being held prisoner with her doppelganger killer killer frost and she we, had some voice lessons from uh, yeah she sounds like uh snart from legends of tomorrow <laughs> everything does. she says is just an edge of sarcasm must, to it must have those have something to do with the cold yeah i was gonna say it's if, <laughs> She was just hamming it up big time. But actually, that was a really good interaction between the two of them of seeing like their how their backstories were different and changed. And and uh, and in the meantime, we still have the man in the iron mask, which evidently is going to be revealed on the finale. God, I can't wait to get that over with. How many episodes we got left? I don't know. I I know there's three left of Legends of Tomorrow. That's probably the same. Then are there three three left with Legends? Yeah. What happened on that? I had to speed watch it right before I came here. Uh, I I liked it. I heard they tried to rip off Marvel. What? Tried to slip in a little uh, growing Adam right before oh. uh, from Civil War. <laughs> I, had, well, I got a question. Has that ever happened in the comics? Did the Adam Ray Palmer big? ever grow, or are they just ripping off Ant Man? Well, a little preview for some Civil War. <laughs> well, let's face it. Ant-Man kind of ripped off the Atom, so maybe they were just giving it back mm. to him. Well, they already use Iron Man sound effects whenever the Atom uses his suit. It just it sounds exactly like the repulsor rays. From the <laughs> Our Atom never had an exoskeleton suit. No. no. <laughs> but I actually thought that when we saw the robot, I thought it was going to be Chemo, Chemico, or the that big giant, is that the name of Chemo. him? Chemico or Chemo or... 
Kamanichiwa. Yeah. <laughs> the big green dude. T- that's not know. actually... That's giving up. Yeah. <laughs> that's not who I thought of. It reminded me of... Um, oh, what's the big dude from the uh, Forever People? When they combine oh. into that giant dude. Voltron. That glows. <laughs> Voltron. It's not like him. Space giants. What are we th- talking about? What's Impossible thing? Man? Or yeah, something, something like yeah. that. So... Yeah, that, actually, that's what it reminded me of. But I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was cool when the Adam grew, grew big and, and fought the big glowing robot. I feel like, they. well, we got to see Vandal Savage's daughter, which I feel like she's a character. Like, her costume and design, I kept looking at it going, I know this from somewhere. Because actually, I thought it was going to be actually a hot girl there for a while when she was like looking at her. She's like, that's my bracelet. And I was like, oh, is this like a version of hot girl? Hot girl but it wasn't. But um, yeah, she, <coughs> spoiler alert. And by the way, hot girl, pretty BA in this episode. I'm freaking time. She's supposed she, to be savage and she's just She like, was pretty savage. I mean, she almost yeah. took out savage. The, the, she could have taken out savage. The, the only problem I like, I guess the main pro- the thing, the highlights that I love is I, I love Heat Wave and Captain Cold's interactions and some of their one liners are top notch. But I hate the loosey goosiness with the time. Yeah. I just like, he creates this, you know, the big job. I was like, all of this is their fault. Just like him saying how many times he rip had to go back in time to, to try to save his kids. And I'm like, so if that didn't work, yeah, because there was a mention uh, where they say scan their fingerprints or whatever and find out mm-hmm. who they were. And like, you people disappeared 100 years ago. 150 years ago, yeah. Okay, so when they go back in time to fix having left, they change the future right. and all the stuff they did. Like, it should, yeah. It's yeah, their the fault. T- the timeline is irreparably damaged. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, the... Rip needs to go back in time and kill himself. <laughs> Problem fixed. Because that's the only way Vandal Savage knows who his wife and son is. Well, I know for me, the the plot outline, I honestly could care less about at this point. This is a... I'm watching this show You are the ideal viewer. I am. <laughs> well, Because I like the team chemistry. I like how they play off each other and... It's I, a lot of fun. I like the show. My my problem is, is I think that I hold it up to Doctor Who, and as far as time gra- time travel goes, I think that is very smart when it comes to what they do with the whole time travel. Well, I don't think we can hold any time travel show honestly up to Doctor Who. Okay. I just wonder about Firestorm and if he has any other superpowers. Other than like fireball, fireball. Like, you mean he, he can't? You know, Firestorm in the comics is one of the most powerful characters in the DC universe, and every time they combine, I get a jolt of like, yeah, Firestorm. We're waiting on him. Yeah, he's gonna. Oh, I'll, I'll scorch you, robot. Boo, yeah, boo. Like yeah. he doesn't do anything. You mean when he like he handled 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 the kid, uh, handed the kid the bar of whatever it was, and all the other kids were like, peace, sir. And transmute those rocks in the chocolate. Yeah. Like, come on, man. <laughs> do something with your power. This is what you do. Yeah. Help her brother out. Yeah, I, I don't get that when we're going, all the other characters were, there's, I, they're more who they, you know, other than Iron Man, Adam. But, well, I think that's a problem right there. They spent the budget on making him grow. <laughs> <laughs> but Damn. yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it was a good, I liked the episode. Um, it was nice to see them finally take, you know, Take charge. Yeah, take charge. Become a 
actual fitting opponent for Savage. Um, and this, you know, we finally got a little, we're going somewhere. There, there is one thing I want to point out, which this is dumb, but whatever, is I want to know how many times his characters have walked down that hallway because it's a <laughs> shot they use repeatedly. And I'm yeah. thinking this hallway is probably 15 feet. And they have used that over and over again. <laughs> it's not a very big spaceship. So Game of Thrones. I'm cutting in. Oh. I gotta cut off the legends tomorrow. <laughs> uh Agents of Shield, huh? Oh yeah. You wanna talk about that? <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead and lump it in with that. No yeah. good. Game of Thrones. It, I assume. Cliff, uh, you watch it? Oh yeah. The titular ep- episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that one. Uh, oh. Anyway, that'll make you cringe. It was a good one. I just had a question for you, Game of Thrones fans. Go for it. Did this series not end on a cliffhanger where you didn't know who died, and everyone loved it, and then walk it happened to Walking Dead, and everyone lost their minds? No, it was nothing like that. Okay, I didn't. You, I, I, never I know saw it as no, a if he died, it's just you didn't know who, if he's dead or not. No, I, now, it's not who, really. They the problem is there's. If you have any knowledge of this, you don't really even have to have read the books, but if you have any knowledge of the series and where it obviously is going, there's no way that character's really going to stay dead. So it if was, it follows, it's yeah. no question okay. that the, you know, that some, you could, we all kind of have our theories of how we're talking about Jon Snow. I mean, anybody that's seen knows anything. If you're not watching it, it doesn't mean anything to, to you anyway, but at the end of the last season, Jon Snow died and there's nobody that believes that he's going to stay dead. He's too important to the series. Now, has anyone here read the books? I have read some, but I haven't had time to get very far. No pictures. Yeah, no pictures over there. I really, actually, I'm unhappy that by the time I even heard of it, it was just the show, and I wish I would have known about it sooner. I'm the type that definitely would have read the books, but the show is so good, I feel. Oh. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's. But this well this wasn't a thing you were antsy waiting on that no, episode to not start, even a little to learn bit. these answers. No, but, so uh, you know, this just is, I just wanted to see what was going to happen next. I, I but no, I'm not, how he's going to come back. Yeah, I didn't feel the end of last season was really different than the end of any other previous season. No, it was. It wasn't. To some people, I can see that it could have been a huge cliffhanger, but it wasn't to me. And the majority, I think, the. Uh, uh, I I can't recommend enough to anyone out there that's not watched Game of Thrones. Watch the first season. If you watch the first yep. season and don't go on, then it's not for you. But I don't know how you could not go on. I would even say watch the first season twice <laughs> well, because yeah. the first go around it it's tough to really sort out yeah. all the families, characters, who's on what side. It's very of. complex. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it it almost requires. I hate to say it. It almost requires some homework on your part to get on the internet a little bit. And, it does. Re, and what, re, look into some backstories of characters that they just cannot fit into the TV show. But it, it's it's so well done. I don't know what HBO is going to do after that's gone. They they're basically saying that, like some of these other shows, like Breaking Bad and Mad Men, they're going to split up the final season. There's going to be this season and then. Another two short seasons, it looks like. We're looking at mid-20s in the number of episodes we have left of this series. So strap in because they're going to have to start wrapping stuff up pretty yeah. soon. And I'm, I'm really – there was a there was a big reveal at the end of this episode. <laughs> and it, it was 
it's it's so are really we good. past the books or we're just getting close we're to past the books okay. the, the, it's everybody's it's, on equal footing no now. not exactly there are things in the books that they have not done Address. yet on the oh, show okay. and there's things that they've passed what's in the book so and there it basically there there's things they're doing that are not going to even match up with what mm. the books are going to be but they ha- they have they can't stop now yeah. these people are going to age they've got a these writers are good. There's, I did notice in the, this first episode where they're taking their, you know, their own ideas, stepping where they're having to step away from the books, and maybe it's not as good as George R. R. Martin might have written it, but for the most part, it's still just high quality television. And did anybody watch Twin Peaks? It's it's one of those I always thought I should watch. Oh, yeah. uh, it's just kind of intimidating, and I've never yeah. I've never gotten into no, it. I haven't watched it either. I'll, I'll admit, David Lynch. Um, it's just I don't I'm not don't want to put the effort forth for something too weird. I'm not a big fan of super weird, but <laughs> yeah, a lot of people swear by it. But they they're you know doing a show for show t- Showtime uh, sequel to it, and they released a cast list this past week. I'm not going to go through any of the names, but there. Well over 200 people. Every star wants to be involved in it. So if you did watch it, and when this comes out, it sounds like it's going to have a lot of uh, people involved. Yeah, David Lynch is one of those directors where I, I feel like I should watch all his movies, and then I watch one, and I, I never really get a lot out of it. But right. it's like, okay, it was interesting, but I, it just doesn't hook me as a Did you watch a Louie? Louis. On Netflix, Net, I mean not on Netflix, on FX. Oh, Louis, yeah. Louis, Louis C.K. C.K. Yeah. David Lynch was on there for several episodes. Oh, yeah, That's, yeah. It was he was really good. <laughs> it was this just a few seasons ago, but yeah, it was really good. Um, and uh, we added a new category. Michael wanted to add called Netflix and Chill. Oh yeah. So big announcement today. We probably saw it coming. The Punisher spinoff is going to be on Netflix. Pew, pew, we couldn't pew, pew. we couldn't have guessed this one. Yeah, it, it's he is a big hit in this <laughs> second season of Daredevil, and so it's definitely going to be a thing. And it's still up in the air whether or not he'll be a major part of. I don't see how he isn't going to be a part of the Defenders, not on the team maybe, but he'll be in that series. I would assume. Everyone needs a sniper. I just want to see him. Just one. One episode, walk up to someone and point his finger at their head and go, pew! I saw a photo today that was a recreation of the first issue cover of the Punisher original miniseries where he's leaning sideways and firing. I mean, it's awesome. It's just a total recreation. I saw it today. I should have. I was never, a, like, I never knew that much. I don't have a big history with the Punisher. I had that original series. I I loved it. So, I mean, I've seen the movies. I've seen, you know, some cartoons, stuff like that. But as far as like pitching up, picking up issues, I never did. So a lot of it's very new to me. I'm not real familiar with the character. And when they started out in Daredevil, I was just like, at first I was like, oh, I, I do not like the way this guy is going about at all. And so I was very impressed on from where we started to where we ended at with that character. Um, Because, I mean, he, he didn't become this ultra hero, but you know, we had that turnaround, you know? Yeah. He's, he's definitely a anti-hero in every sense. What do you think, Michael? Anything? What'd you watch on Netflix? You saw, you chilled. Final. You chilled with my sister. I want to point that out. 
No, I don't Netflix and chill with your sister. I Netflix and chill with myself. <laughs> there goes the PG rating. Yeah, that's good. I, the kids uh, don't know. Well, because unfortunately, what I watch on Netflix, my wife is not going to watch. Uh, so late at night is when I get to watch what I really want to watch. Fuller House? Yes, Fuller House. <laughs> Loved it. Actually, we did watch that. Um, now, see, that's something she would watch. Uh, I, I know where what I can watch, what I can't watch, but yeah, the final girls, or no, the final girl, because yeah. there's another movie called the final girls. There's yeah. actually two movies out there that are very similar with that name, but okay. the final girl is on Netflix and it stars Abigail Breslin. I'll just thank say you very trouble. much. Thank you. Thank you. And the guy, sorry listeners, <laughs> <laughs> didn't let him do it. Uh, but it also had the guy off of uh, the last season of American Horror Story. Um, he's got some nice eyes. Oh, I'm yeah. adding him to my own bracket, just so you know. Great. I'm going to look at that guy's name. I've got a whole bracket, I seriously do, of guys he has said is good looking. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the eyes. Uh, but anyway, he trains this girl from birth to be this total bad mofo. And because there's some stuff going on in this town that, without giving it away, it's 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 just really good. It, it's a good look at that you know old scenario of you know uh, killing someone in the woods, the the females running and getting killed, and you know she's helpless. Well, this girl is she's not helpless at all. So it's it's very well done. I think that playing off the old horror movie thing. There's always one girl left at the end. Yeah. That, okay. So that's the idea. And but yeah, it's 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 really good. It I feel like it it's not a very long movie, but I found it very entertaining. So I watched your clip there. Pretty interesting. Now your biggest Netflix news of the week, probably next to Punisher. That was the big news today. Mm -hmm. But up till then, everybody see Wet Hot American Summer. I haven't watched it yet. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm still trying to get through Daredevil season two. I know. And well, Jessica. Wet Hot American Summer is a movie from ten years ago, probably. Ten or fifteen years ago. Bradley Cooper, Paul Rudd, and mm -hmm. I mean Amy Poehler, I Michael Ian Black. I think oh, I've watched yeah. the trailer about three times. Just, just <laughs> great so, Camp Firewood. You know, they're supposed to they, these guys, these people were all in their thirties, I think, when they filmed it and late twenties, early thirties, and they were supposed to be in high school in the movie. Well, then they came out with a Netflix series last year. Uh, I forget how many episodes it was, but they set it 10 years before <laughs> that. I believe is first day of camp or maybe it was, maybe it wasn't that long before, but it was the first day of camp. I think, and it was so good and had all these characters play an even younger version of themselves as they are older. It was so great. And now they announced that they're going to do a series 10 years later now. Go Return to Camp I thought you were going to say another 10 years. Oh, that would be great. That would be awesome. <laughs> Just keep going younger. That, they're that, the kid, they'd be 12. the kids. That would be, that would be so awesome. But anyway, yeah, they're uh, – Because that was a plot point in the movie. Yes. They, 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 they said gonna we're going to meet. Yeah. And then one guy, I think he had – I haven't watched that part for years. But the, so I think one guy – well, I'm, I'm busy at 9 a.m. that morning. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm definitely looking forward to that because it was great. A lot of people are. Also, Voltron, baby, it's, it's coming, coming back hmm. on Netflix. It looks Tell us good. all what that is, listeners. Uh, DreamWorks is... Please explain Voltron. Explain Voltron? Yes. What's there explain? It's Power Rangers, but before Power Rangers. Okay. 
Okay. Well, I meant like the whole history. In your words. <laughs> I feel I like you guys are that. setting me up oh, to he fail. Is. He is. It's like he's going to pull your chair out from underneath you. <laughs> well, it depends on which version you go with. The American We'd version. prefer the original Japanese uh, pronunciation. <laughs> oh. Yes. We'll imagine the subtitles. Well, in the American version, there was – it was the future of Earth and – these people wanted to conquer Earth, and they were sending these robo beasts and all kinds of alien crap down. And you know, these dudes like <laughs> this is what we up for. Jumping these lions and form Voltron and fight to save the day. And you know, the princess was one. And you know, it's you've seen her in Super Mario. <laughs> yeah, Bowser in this. <laughs> yeah. Princess now, Peach. Wow, <laughs> she's in the blue lion. But anyway. And the, the great, the best thing about it was the original version had Optimus Prime doing the, the meanwhiles in the, and I think he's like even in the theme. Awesome. Legend of Ultron. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is his name Peter Collins? I think Cullen? so. Cullen? Cullen? Yeah. Okay. Guys, just look at me. But anyway. <laughs> so are, is this animated or live Yeah, it's action? animated. Okay. It's, it's a brand new version. It's like a completely redone. They've tried to, unsuccessfully restart Voltron like three or four times there's been there was another animated series a while back that was like set in the future of Voltron and this is going back uh Voltron I'm more of the aesthetic so you guys can laugh at how I tell story <laughs> I'm an artist not well, a writer well there's three versions of but, Voltron right well, actually there's a car version of Voltron there's vehicle Voltron line Voltron is the original Voltron or mm-hmm. no that's um there's one, two, and three, and which one is the boombox? There's <laughs> that's sound that's, wave. that's jazz. <laughs> Dang it! Uh, or no, that's not jazz. Sound, sound, sound wave. wave. No, the boombox. <laughs> sound wave. No. I don't know. I was trying sound to. Fa- I was trying to fake that I knew transformers. That's the Decepticon. Why, why would the cameras don't make sounds? <laughs> why would the camera be sound wave? <laughs> that's a different one. But no, there's the boombox was on the Autobot. Red and yellow. No, the villain. The boombox. Who the birds okay, flew out of his yeah, chest. But yeah. who? What was the name of the Autobot that did that? I don't recall. That's why I was asking. Voltron. <laughs> Gobots. Gobots. <laughs> the universe. But anyway, in the um, Japanese version, I think Voltron in the American version, the third Blaster version, was actually the first version. It says Blaster. Okay. Autobot from gen- Generation 1 Continuity. Thank you. I knew I was talking about something that was correct. <laughs> but yeah, the original Japanese Voltron. Um, if you have to Google it, Tim Michael's correct. Yeah. That's not like the deep. <laughs> I just wanted to <laughs> deep save cut. him here. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it, it was a lot more adult in nature, and actually, most Japanimation is. Yeah, they they typically cut three shows together and would dumb them down, change the plot around, so for the American audience, cut out a lot of the violence. Yeah. Um, so this is an American produced Voltron, right? Exclusive to Netflix. Yes. Okay. And it's by DreamWorks, which just got bought by someone. Yep, we'll get to that. We have a new story. Oh, about sorry. That. Everybody done chilling? Let's go to well, movies. I, oh, oh. It's We're not Netflix, done. but I will recommend. I have one movie I watched the other day. Is it streaming? It's Amazon. Okay. Well, and it's well, free I'll, if you have a Prime membership. I do. But it's called uh, I Am Big Bird. 
It's yeah. the uh, Carol Spinney story. Have mm-hmm. you seen that? Mm-hmm. Um, that I would uh, highly Something like the Elmo story. No. <laughs> well, uh, well the, actually, the Elmo. There was the uh, the Elmo movie, and it, of course, it there was all that news after yeah. that. <laughs> that came afterwards. But I would highly recommend that movie to anyone. Um, it's a uh, tells a very epic, long history. Has it always been the same guy in the Big Bird until recently? Until yeah, recently. Carol Spinney um, was always Big Bird, and. Uh, I, I forgot how popular that how popular Big Bird became in oh, the yeah. 80s. I mean, he was kind of yeah. he was Elmo way before Elmo. Oh yeah. Bird so, is the word. Yeah. Man. But uh he took Follow that bird. <laughs> he, he took uh a, Is that the name of the movie? Follow yeah, that bird. Yeah, yeah. That's one of them. He took a lot of home movies that they feature uh throughout the movie and so Anyways, yeah, good stuff. Definitely go see good it. stuff. You're like gonna on, con- on the set behind the scenes. Yes, kind of everything. Yeah, a lot yeah, of Jim Henson footage and it, history with it, Jim. It's and- absolutely, definitely recommended it. Yeah. If you grew up watching Sesame Street at all, this is definitely. So it's all the Muppet voices smoking and like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> drinking bourbon. <laughs> but Frank Oz and and uh, Jim Henson are featured and talked about heavily in it. So yeah, good stuff. So we're doing movies now. In a world, in the year 2017. In a time within this skyscraper high above the city. In a town driven by competition. In a world that's powered by violence. Uh, of course, you know, there's a movie coming out next week, guys. So a war. Never heard of it. Kevin Smith says, easily the greatest comic book movie ever made. He's he's never known to go overboard Kevin about Smith it. Kevin Smith says a lot of things. <laughs> he, said, he says every every movie, you get, get, everything gets better the next one, but I'm just putting it out there. Kevin Smith say. also said at his viewing of Batman versus Superman, an actual fight broke out. Yeah, he left. Yeah, and, so. Him, him and. Uh, Jason Mewes. Yeah, they left. They, left. they didn't want to get beat up. Um. <laughs> Chris Evans was talking a lot, a lot of interviews going on, but he he was talking about yeah. when he he was reading with hold on reading with Tom Holland, you know different Spider Man when, when they were auditioning, and he was saying Tom Holland was like ah you know you want me to like flip into the scene, and and everybody's like no 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 don't do don't do that <laughs> like we don't our insurance isn't going to cover that, and uh, the Russos were like uh, yeah do that <laughs> yeah. and. and Chris Evans like, and he did. He like flipped into the scene just to like, you know, read through. It was awesome. He said. Anyway, the but I, there was a quote from this Tom Holland kid this week that oh, he is so British. He said he was worried about like uh, filling the legacy here of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Oh God! Yeah, he said he said it was very difficult to not obviously copy what Andrew and Toby had done because. Please don't. Because what they did was so brilliant. Uh, now, I want to remind everyone, he's British, so brilliant doesn't mean what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> it means they're pretty good. <laughs> but anyway, he, you know, everybody's raving about him and how, you know, he's, they're wanting to do a really young Spider-Man. But Kevin Feige was talking this week and basically just. Yeah, yeah, just, just, just. He was it. talking Dyke Perlmutter. <laughs> he was talking about how Sony has basically given them full reign on the Spider-Man Homecoming because they're going make us some money. Yeah, they're like you. You guys obviously know what you're doing. So he was just 
saying this week, letting everybody know they have a lot of control over that next movie. And then there was a a Nightline interview and little clip that they showed a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff of Civil War. And the biggest thing to come out of that was Robert Downey Jr. being interviewed and saying that he'd be up for one more. Robert Downey, how'd that go Ro- last time? Robert da- wait a minute, how'd I say it? Robert Downey Jr. had a donut. <laughs> Robert Downey had a donut. Junior. Anyway, he was saying that he he probably had one more Iron Man in him, which is kind of a big deal because yeah. nobody thought there was going to be another Iron Man. And where that fits into the movie schedule, they have a little wiggle room right now because they've been taking things like Inhumans out of the picture. So yeah, so I, we've got he's he's going to be in Civil War, of course. He's going to be in the new Spider Man movie, Infinity then, War one and two, Infinity War one and two, and then another Iron Man. Now movie. whether that comes in between, probably Infinity War. I don't know actually how they do it, but we'll hear. This is just early stages of rumor. Yeah, it may be just him jerking us around. <laughs> Who knows what's going on? <laughs> but big a big thing you guys were talking about Wizard World and all that. Yeah, fall out. Wizard the World uh, fall out. the president stepped down, right? Yes, of Wizard World. He did, and he was replaced by the guy that. Um, I think his name, it, the president was John Macaluso. He resigned and was replaced by John DeMata. And he's the guy that oversaw the transition from WB to CW. Hmm. Anyway, so big loss. Guy stepped down. He's going to go right off into the sunset. Well, see, kind of abrupt, I think. Yeah. CW is doing pretty well, so he might know what he's doing. But the 20th Century Fox pulled out of Hall H presentations for comic-con next year so really yes it's kind of a big thing because they they kind of said we don't like that all the spoilers coming out we show you guys stuff i don't know how they expect it not to happen but uh the deadpool got spoiled (laughs) x-men got spoiled suicide squad got spoiled they will not do a hall h presentation next year and Disney is right, that's rumored to be right behind them. Well, Disney has done this before because any time... They have their own thing. They have their, every other year they have the D23 convention, which is their big show. That was 2015. Right. And every time they have a D23, they hold all of their stuff for their own convention and don't put much out for Comic-Con. So they could still put something out this year at it. Yeah. But they're, they're stomping their feet too. The people like that... There's no security as far as what footage is going to get out there. Mm-hmm. Comic-Con made a statement saying, you know, we're trying to do what we can, but there is no guarantee. Yeah, there's and, you can, there's only they, so much you can do. Do they know what year it is? Exactly. Because, I mean, that helps. It's free It press. builds the hype. Yeah. Since when does it, do any of these people care what kind of footage gets out? It seems like they're showing me more stuff than I want to see. Because if you want to watch it, you'll watch it. And if you don't, you won't. I mean, it's just whatever. <laughs> I just report the news. <laughs> well, we're getting into all this exclusiveness. Like I was just seeing even something about DC doing an exclusive Harley uh, Quinn kit for Loot Box or one of those subscription services. Is like Loot Crate. What did I say? Loot Box. <laughs> <laughs> they're 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 less money per month. Hi guys, this is Michael K. Easton, and I'm drunk. If you're yeah. in prison, you get the. The yeah. loot box. Comes with an upside down shirt. 
I had a conversation <laughs> with my wife in the car, and I don't even know how she understood me by the end of it because <laughs> just normal words that should have been coming out of my mouth weren't. It's ridiculous. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Image Comics has their own con. Are we very far off that we're going to have these exclusive cons where it's like subscription subscription services yeah. on TV? Everybody has got their own thing. Yep. Is, I mean, is that where we're going toward, towards? It's before long. It's going to be the same thing with actors. Like, well, I can't be at your con because I'm exclusive with right. Ah, uh, there. The, yeah, I mean, there could be a lot of truth to that. Actually, um, when you look at a company like Disney. They're doing that already. Watch out, Wizard World. Disney might be right back. <laughs> yeah, like the studios in the old days basically owned the actors. You had like studio players. Yeah, and they were told where to live, yeah, how many movies you're in. Franchise every year. guys. Like these are, we might be back to those days where you sign a contract for a dozen movies and we I, own you for the next I think decade. you heard it here. It's, I, it, it seems <laughs> like that's where it's headed. You guys are right. Uh, speaking of 20th Century Fox, they greenlit a prequel to The Omen. A prequel. Hmm. Hasn't there already been a prequel? Yeah, I thought that was Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> How do you make what's or, the prequel uh, about? I'm sorry, I was thinking of The Exorcist. Okay, I, I just want to say this only because it's special to me. I saw it today. Hold on, let's have a moment of silence. Yes, come on, everybody, pretend to be excited. <laughs> now they're going to make. I don't I even really want to watch it, but. <laughs> But the this the producer that did Drive, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and Wanted is working with Sega to develop a feature film based on the long-running Shinobi video game from 1987. Now, the reason that's special to me, I worked at Pizza Hut in 1987. <laughs> and in the summer of 1988, I would go in and wait tables at Pizza Hut and spend all my tips playing the Shinobi video game that was in the lobby. <laughs> And that was all, that's all I did. It fully fund, that's all that job funded <laughs> was to play Shinobi with, with a friend of mine. And it was like one of the greatest summers of my life. And I was, I just, just the thought of anybody even speaking of Shinobi is all I needed to hear. So yes, I, I thumbs up to this idea. Which are, which, um, on the actual video game unit, was it Shinobi three? That was like the most popular one. I don't know. That's so it. I knew nothing about anything after the original. I I know that if I could have one stand-up video game, it would be that. Because I mean, I was at the right age for the video game that the sh- I I swear it was Shinobi Three, but it was a big deal because it, I I think the cutscenes actually had them speaking, and it was like the first time that it just wasn't the words like they actually spoke. So it was kind of neat. Cool. And they at this is. I mentioned this to answer a question we had last week. Dutch actress Sylvia Hoax has joined Warner Brothers Blade Runner 2. And yes, Harrison Ford is going to be in it as Deckard. Okay. So. Huh. That is happening. I wasn't, I had forgot that, but apparently he's going to be a part of that. I'm going to, since we're on the movie subject, I'm going to interrupt. Who wants to see Captain Picard be devastating brilliant in the green room? Uh, it. If it was out around here, I would go see it because it is getting humongously great reviews. Like, it's from the guy I'm sure nobody saw but me. Michael, go home and watch it. Here's your Netflix Netflix and chill. Blue Ruin. This guy's movies are named after colors. Uh, but Blue Ruin is a great indie movie. And and Green Room is apparently his next thing. And everybody's raving about it. It's a good well, I was listening to his podcast on the Nerdist, them talking about it, and 
again, I know, I realize that he's like selling stuff, but he like, when he first read the script, he said it scared the crap out of him. He had to like turn all his lights on. He had to search his property. He said, he was like, F, this is just like, he loved it. Like he just It's something it was, to do with like some band and there's some skinheads after him. I really don't know. I, but, well, the premise is, is, is that they get this last minute gig. They're on the verge of breaking up. And they go do this, and then something bad happens that they witness, and then the consequences of that. Yeah, I want to see it. Uh, we we had said Daisy Ridley was up for the role of Laura Croft in Tomb yeah. Raider, but they cast it this week with Alicia Vikander, who was in Ex Machina, which was a great movie this past Ooh. year. She played in Artificial Intelligence. It was awesome. She ended up winning an Oscar for a different role in The Danish Girl, but... Just as good a casting. You know, I totally watched that entire movie before I realized that that was Oscar Isaac in that role. Are you serious? I kind of get he's I awesome. No in it. I yeah. could see him it, getting lost. It in the took role. me. You loved too. it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. awesome yeah. movie. I love that movie. Yeah, he is a very character type actor. He cool. definitely gets into his role. Yeah, if you have Amazon that. Prime, it's on there. Yeah. Ex Machina. Yeah. I think that's where I watched it. Yeah, definitely watch that. Has anyone seen the machine that's like that one? It's the on machine? Netflix. I have yeah. not. No. It's got the. Um, Actress uh, Katie that pl- that plays White Canary as the oh Katie Lots yeah she plays the cyborg and supposedly filming begins in August for Zombieland two that was the one with Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson well, Emma Stone and Abigail Amazon, Breslin that was a failed Amazon pilot oh yeah that's right yeah it wasn't that good yeah for, I love I like the movie oh Zombieland yeah yeah, it's yeah, great. It's great. yeah I liked it so anyway there's a sequel. We'll get, get less of Jesse Eisenberg playing Lex Luthor and <laughs> more killing zombies. Uh, Batman vs. Vers- Superman cut, rated R cut. Yeah, supposed, no. to be, supposed to be Jordan, over three hours. Let you, let's let you speak. Thoughts on zombie land? No, I just I couldn't remember. Did everyone survive the first? Not one? Woody Harrelson, I don't think. Did he? I can I can Bill remember. Murray didn't. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> Spoiler: Bill Murray died horribly. <laughs> Uh, I can't remember that. I don't think that Woody Harrelson survived. I could be wrong. And did the first one come out before any Walking Dead, or was it like? Yeah, I don't I'm know. trying to. I don't know. Put I the time. Oh, of course, the comic was out, but yeah, the, you mean the series, the yeah. television series? Because I felt like the movie hit before right the big it, zombie yeah, explosion. I can't remember. Or I, it was I right around the same time. Because I feel like if it happened in the middle of it, it would have exploded way bigger than it ever was. Anyway, Batman versus Superman is going to be over three hours for that R-rated cut we're all dying for. A lot more stabbies and stuff going on. Did everyone on survive that movie? I can't remember. Yeah, I <laughs> Did can't. everyone live at the end of that one? <laughs> yeah. It do seems you, like it, yeah. Do you have the Ben Affleck news? Oh, my God. No. What is really? the Ben Affleck news that I don't, don't? have? Maybe it's really crappy news and I just didn't put it on here. What is it? Should we get James Olsen? Yes. <laughs> Corresponding James Olsen cleaning up the stuff that I missed. What is it? Sexy James Olsen here. <laughs> I just want to tell you breaking news. I'm in the back cave and Ben Affleck is on the wire and he's telling me that he has complete creative control over the next Batman movie. That's your news. Yeah, that's my news. How did sexy James Olsen get in the back cave? <laughs> How does he do anything he does? Fohawk Jimmy Olsen probably let him in. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. That's who, no, Fohawk Jimmy Olsen, that's the one in the case 
Yeah, with the halberd. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you know that? What? Ben Affleck has complete creative control. I assumed. Oh. I didn't, but no, I hadn't heard that I reported. I just recently. saw that line today. So. Yeah. That big news we kind of alluded to earlier, NBC Universal announced the acquisition of DreamWorks Animation for $3.8 billion. That's almost Star Wars money. Yeah. They could have got Star Wars for a little bit more money at one point. <laughs> so what's that mean, Cliff? Well, um, a lot. Refresh me on some of the DreamWorks. Shrek, say, they Kung Fu Panda, How yeah. to Train Your Dragon. Is there anything not Pixar, basically? Is... I don't know. Ask that. <laughs> I'm not a big DreamWorks fan. I never have been. I don't like Shrek. Kung Fu Were Panda 1 was that, okay. That did ants. Cause like yes, one, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Ants and a Bug's Life were like the same. Right. Within a year, of this each is other. more constant. The battle between Comcast versus Disney. Um, what has happened is Uni- Comcast owns NBC Universal, uh, which means Universal Studios theme parks are a property of Comcast. Which doesn't Universal have the Hulk rights, and that's why we don't see him. They have all of the Marvel, um, the Universal Studios Florida has all of the Marvel characters there at their Islands of Adventure Park because that was a deal Marvel did before Disney purchased it. It's a big controversial thing because right down the street we have Disney Parks and they're in the contract that says they can't use the likeness of those characters in their parks east of the Mississippi. Ooh. That's why we don't have Marvel land or we're not getting Marvel land um, because they're down the road. Now Disney is still raking in the cash because universal has to pay them percentages of their merchandising and all that. So what that means is um, basically universal has recently purchased 500 acres um, of property right next door to their theme parks. Okay. So where Disney is coming out, um, trying to battle the Harry Potter two lands and universal's parks. Um, Disney's adding star Wars, toy story land, expanding Disney Springs, doing all this construction. Now universal has purchased all this new land to build another theme park, um, I'm guessing 500 acres, now, probably a theme park and a hotel or two. Did these guys realize that there is more places than just Florida? Like, why? Well, why yeah, but you, you, you got to have nice weather on the East Coast. You got it's got to okay. be accessible. You know, like here in Ohio, we have uh, Cedar Point, okay. which is open during the summer. I'll, okay, I'll buy that. <laughs> okay. Um. Unless we had an indoor theme park, you can't do all year round. Okay. So, anyways, uh, shut it, Michael. Is what he's saying. <laughs> Zip. But yeah, so this is just the ongoing battle. Um, Universal is now going to come out with another park, probably um, because they now own the rights to the Nintendo characters they just bought this year. It's going to be featured what? in that. Yeah, Nintendo characters. Um, Princess Peach from Voltron. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's the quality callbacks I want in the podcast. <laughs> but basically, what this means is, if this is a good thing for theme park fans, because anytime we have this much much competition between these two, they are going to come out with bigger and better attractions and lands and hotels to fight for our dollar till someone goes broke. Basically, we win all the way around. That's what. That's how I look at it. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, nobody's cured cancer yet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or homelessness. We can pour a billion dollars into other things, but we need to live like Harry Potter. Hey, America is built on entertainment. As long <laughs> as you're right. entertained. Bread and circuses. Doesn't matter what's going okay, on. Okay, I got to tell you about the this this news that's like the the best and worst news all on one. It began and ended in just a couple of days. Did you guys hear about the Will Ferrell attached to a Reagan movie? What? I heard some of the... Oh, this is so oh, great. Ronald Reagan? the full story. Ronald Reagan. So they were going to have a Reagan movie uh-huh. where Will Ferrell plays Ronald Reagan. Okay. Who, this is during the Alzheimer's part of his presidency, oh. where... Have you seen Dave? The, the, yeah. With Kevin Klein? A long Klein, time ago. Where he looks like the president, so he assumes the role and pretends to be president. Yeah. Well, what was going to be was Will Ferrell was going to play Ronald Reagan. They were con- con- he was convinced that he was just some guy that looked like Ronald Reagan, and they were going to ha- convince him to pretend to be the president. Shut up and take my money. Oh, my gosh. That's all I can think of. This is so great and so wrong. Like, this is so bad, and how is this going to happen? Well, it's, it's already not happening. <laughs> like, today, Will Ferrell, after the huge fallout from the last two days – the Reagans made a statement like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. And uh, and Will Ferrell said, uh, I, I'm sm- not as dumb as I look, and he's not going to be in it anymore. But for a second, it was almost awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. I, 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 let me put that out there. It's terrible. But I for a second, I was like, is this for real? This yeah. is going to be crazy. This is brilliant. I, I just immediately think of like the Fozzies, the – um, Phil Collin video where it's like got yeah, them up and yeah, running. Right yeah, invis- oh, yeah. no, it's Land of Confusion. Land of Confusion. Isn't that what those things were called, Fozzies? Like, because no, there was a nope. whole. Mop Muppets. No. 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 There what, was a what, certain oh, name for those. What were they called? Because oh, I know what you're. Oh, I can't they think became real popular. There Maybe they are the Fozzies. I don't know. They had their own show, like yeah. a late night show at they one even point tried, in the 80s. Like it was like politically. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It had. Look it up, Cliff. Google that. Other other thing. I am way younger than you guys. I have no idea what you're talking about. Apparently, you don't remember that video? No. Genesis, lane of confusion. Isn't that right in your wheel? Doesn't Reagan like ride a dinosaur or something? He's got a cape and yeah, everything. It's like in it. yeah, man. yeah, it's yeah. a very disturbing video. <laughs> At the end of this, we're playing him the video. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I know the song. I, just don't I got that. it. We'll do we'll do like the kids do. We'll do a reaction video of Jordan Lowe watching <laughs> nice. Land of Confusion. A million hits. Boom. It'll be our Finally first we video. break out. I think I would actually rather we reshoot Land of Confusion with Jordan as Ronald Reagan. <laughs> In the bathtub. Was it called DC Follies? Yes, Follies. Follies. Fuzzies. 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 Furries. Furries. That's a different thing. That's a different thing, furries. Doctor Strange, there was a little uproar about the casting of the Ancient One, Tilda Swinton. Oh, get over it, people. (laughs) Okay. Tell us why she get over it. What was the controversy? Let me guess. She's not Asian or male. Uh, Yeah, it's it's more about the race, I think. Um, Now, I can see them arguing about it with... um, Ghost in the Shell with uh, Johansson not being Asian because that's the main character. Well, first, let's address the Ancient One as a you know title not exclusively held by any one character. So it's oh okay, it's a moniker passed down through time. Oh yeah, it is because it. Go ahead. 
Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, it is. So go ahead. <laughs> anyway, you were curious. My brain it. works in real time. I, I, I just immediately I jump you. on. That's it. what I like about it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not discouraging it at all. Please jump in constantly. I love it. Um, but you threw in the ghost in the shell. So I I don't know how deep we want to go into everybody's idea of what is what the line is that you cross as far as what is stereotypical. If they would have cast the ancient one as an Asian person well then it's stereotypical you know so i think it's a great idea to go with tilda swinton you know she's almost her own race well that they said that they're calling the ancient one like a celtic yeah really so it's not going to be asian and yeah if you put in a mysterious asian with a long mustache teaching kung fu like we're that's insensitive at exactly. this point and the biggest elephant in the room with all that is the ancient one is from tibet Mm-hmm. And they want to sell tickets in China. Right. China does not recognize Tibet even exists. So if you make a big blockbuster Marvel movie extolling some hero from Tibet, China is going to ban it. And right. they're not going to make that overseas money. Now, see, that is why they, that you know, is we can talk race, we can talk ethnicity, we can talk <clears throat> inclusion, we can talk drama, whatever. It's bottom line. They mm. need to sell tickets in China. They'll do whatever. They'll make everybody in the movie white before they would not open in China. Right. If they were smart, they would have made him blue. <laughs> yes, Yondu. Yeah. He learns his magic from Yondu. <laughs> yes. That, that, Jordan's right. That's the biggest point of the whole thing. What now, I was going to go into, were you going to say who the ancient one is and the mythos of... And go for it. Well, in, were you going to bring it up? No. I, yes, go, but you do it. I wanna... uh, well, I was just going to say, that's who the Sorcerer Supreme always becomes, is after Doctor Strange is the Sorcerer Supreme... He becomes the ancient one and passes the mantle on to the next person. Yeah, that's right. I didn't know that. Really? No. Wow. But well, I got since, some since step left in my boot. Yeah, or see, something. he's got something. He he read step Marvel somewhere. Step left in his boot. <laughs> step left in my boot. There's a snake in my boot. Um, you guys, wait till I go solo. <laughs> I know. We just look for anything. I can't wait. I just love it. Uh, the but since you brought up Ghost in the Shell, I, I am curious where we thought about that. Does anybody even know what that is? I mean, it's an anime. You yeah, know, I, yeah. Well, I watched the original anime, like the movie. Hmm. Because, I mean, I know there were several versions of it. Well, I've heard different opinions. Everybody likes to say... See, I was one of the cool kids that had the anime membership where uh, that, whoever that, would, that's definitively how you, you that paid, is what the cool kids yep. have is a membership to anime well you paid the the membership and you got you know that's my where i got a curia the first one and every month they would send you <laughs> what i'm just gonna quit i know i really don't mean i really don't mean to laugh at you michael that's, that's all right it's great i've always called it a curia i know it's not right it's a cabinet. Please, please <laughs> go on. Please, please pronounce it for me. So Akira. 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 Uh, Rokosaki. <laughs> <laughs> but the worst idea I've ever had in my life was the day I said, I'm going to be on a podcast and I'm going to speak. <laughs> I forget. Tell but, us more about your membership. Anyway. <laughs> just, no, I've never Is heard of that. Is that your wallet? I'd like to see you. Uh, <laughs> It was back in the days of VHS. It was I, I can't even remember. It was like because they sent you tapes in the mail. Yeah, well, there yeah. were days this was where you couldn't the get this stuff. They, uh, they, right. these, these movies weren't mm-hmm. out in America in, until Akira. I had always heard like I was. I drove to Columbus to watch Akira. Right. Yeah. Like I'd always heard of you know all these like really cool animated like from an art like 
growing up to want to be an artist, like the anime was the top artistic, like their just their style and the and genre. Yeah, the genre. It was just the, it blew your mind on an artist's perspective. So I was always trying to figure out how to see them. And every once in a while, you would get like a video rental that might have something similar to it. So, but I think it was just late night. I saw that there was some kind of infomercial or that said, "Hey, you want to be one of the cool kids?" <laughs> and ever since, he's of like, course he did. "Absolutely do." He looked down and he was getting sand kicked in his face. He's like, "What's well, this or Charles Atlas?" <laughs> you see, yeah. monkeys died. <laughs> Anyway, but a lot of people I've heard like the, uh, defending the casting of Scarlett Johansson because like acting like the Japanese don't, you know, they, they, even in the anime, they've depicted it as white skin with large eyes, just like almost self-loathing. And it's not like that. Like I, I have to say something against that, I guess. The, the worst fault of that with the Scarlett Johansson thing was that the studios actually did test of like, trying to make people look asian like that to me i think is a little mm, it's very a very sketchy yeah like, i don't like it's like it's like i mean i get i get that you cannot sell the movie yeah. without yeah that's that's a whole nother thing you, you're not gonna find Did an asian actress and sell this movie there's a whole wouldn't even get made subgenre of blacks that hate dragon ball z because there's like a huge fandom of you know, like the black culture that loves Dragon Ball Z, but then they have the ones that like totally like berate those guys for liking Dragon Ball Z because of I do not know that. Yeah. Well, the there's yeah. a character in there that's very stereotypically drawn. He's like oh the servant. yeah, there is. I mm. forgot about black, that. Very dark black skin, yeah. huge lips. Like he looks like a, a 1920s right. caricature, which. A I'm lot sorry. of anime, that's a problem with a lot of anime, right. kind of racial insensitivity to anyone not Japanese. Yeah, where, that, where, which side does sexy Jimmy Olsen fall on? Well, sexy James and faux hair Jimmy, you're getting it all mixed up yeah. here. Oh, okay. There's, there's sexy, sexy James, James Olsen. Does he like anime? Or does he <laughs> find it racist? <laughs> Don't even. I don't think I need to know his, his Just, thoughts on race. Did everyone hear his eyebrows go up? I think, I think we've skated on a, a razor's edge here. Yeah. Well, just to finish the thought here on that, where everyone was, was saying, like, they are – anime is drawn – like, they're drawing themselves white. They're not. They they're, They see themselves. We don't have big eyes either, like a- anime characters. It's they see themselves. If you, the oldest example of this is if you draw a stick figure, what do you see? You see, and I, I see a white male. You know, you just do. Well, that's your problem. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's something you have well, to do. Well, yeah. <laughs> but and they see a Japanese person also if we want it to look like a woman we have to put a dress on it or long hair if we want it to look like we put kinky hair for you know a, a black i'm se- i'm serious this if you draw you see yourself and so to say that anime is trying to make themselves look white is wrong they see themselves well, it's in all, it it's all got its base uh, it's based in manga which was always printed small print tiny panels black and white art so they had to evolve these big expressions, right? To be able to, and you know, it was all yeah. I said black and white. So it, it's these features came out of necessity, telling characters apart. It wasn't like a 
hey, let's draw them like white people. It right. Was a, it was not at all. Evolution of the art form. Yeah. Okay. We've gotten <laughs> we've pushed it as far as we can. I just feel so we did need to say something about it. Um, oh my gosh. Oh, we were originally talking about the ancient one. <laughs> yeah. We covered it. Everybody's upset yeah. about that like everything else. Get over it, fanboys. Let's quickly hit comics. How can you read this? There's no pictures. Well, some people use their imagination. Well, I must hurry back to my comic book store where I dispense the insults rather than absorb them. It happens all the time. Read a comic book, okay? <laughs> okay, comics. We got Image Plus, 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 whatever it is, came out. Yes. Little what? what's in there? Uh, it's the first issue of the, the new catalog Image is putting out. And there are interviews, there are articles, there are previews that haven't gone online yet. So in this day and age, you think, why would you put out a catalog? You know, everyone can just find this online. Well, they've said they're going to try to have stuff you can't find online yet. So you'll at least get the first look. And then for these first 12 issues, this first year, every issue is going to have four pages of the Negan origin story. Ooh. So the only place you can learn about Negan before the zombie apocalypse is in uh, Image Plus. And I'll give you a tiny hint. Oh, wait. Before you give that hint, and then okay. maybe you'll expand on it. My little hint is Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who plays him on the show, said that he thought of him as a used car salesman. And I will say, it's not that. <laughs> I'm just going to say he's pretty good at ping pong. Ooh, ping pong. Now I'm intrigued. <laughs> he has a ping pong paddle wrapped in barbed wire. Check <laughs> <it out>. <laughs> <laughs> For the long comic book fans that have been around since the beginning of Image, is anyone familiar with the original Image Plus book? It was like interview, or it was uh, like bios of all the yeah. Creators. We loved Image so much. We paid to have a comic book that had nothing but <laughs> Image creator bios. I owned it. I completely <laughs> forgot about it. I was going through my catalog when I was partying it out, and I was like, "They come with your cool kids membership." <laughs> <laughs> now that was with my Burger King membership. Um, anybody remember that one? Kids Club, Burger King? Kids Club, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it was a book just of bios. Cool. Moving on. And there's a new Bone something coming up. Oh, yes. The 25th anniversary of Bone is, is this year. So Jeff Smith's wow. going to do a new story. Does that make you feel story. old? Yeah, a little bit. But we're talking like the first you know black and white indie comic from Columbus, Ohio, printed under his own imprint, and has become one of the most successful independent books of all time. Selling, you know, Scholastic, you know, those sell the schools and libraries like crazy. So, yeah, he's celebrating the anniversary with a brand new story. And they're reprinting, there's like a, I forget, it's a handbook or whatever it's called. So it's going to have some extra stuff. It's not a full-length story. Right. but Yeah, a lot of people excited about that. And animation. I want to talk. <laughs> Last thing they put out the Killing Joke trailer. There is a 12 minute excerpt from it. I did not watch that, but I did watch the trailer. Yeah. So you watch that, Michael? Yes, I did. I was I was real because I was curious when hearing about this, like how the Joker and Batgirl, Batman, how faithful it would be to the graphic novel one, the costumes and stuff, and. And I'm I'm wondering what their choices were trying to um, 
not confuse it with you know what they've been doing with the animation with the current Batman storylines and stuff. So I really like I I'm I'm all for it. It, it kind of I will say the art in the animation style reminds me of the Spawn animated series. Hmm. Just from what I saw of the trailer. Yeah, it definitely looked panel for panel. Like every shot in the trailer, I could point to the page where that came out of. Except you see Batgirl in the costume at one point. That that she was never yeah. in costume in the comic. So we're gonna cut that short. We got big event next week and This week. This yeah, week. Sorry, this week. This <laughs> week. Event. Next weekend. The this count- coming weekend. May what? May seventh. Countdown is on. Woo-hoo. First Saturday in May every year is the biggest day in it's the nerd holiday, right? Calendar. <laughs> Free comic book day. 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 Hi, I'm Dan DiDio, and I'm going to go to my comic book shop on Free Comic Book Day in May. I think you should too, and hopefully I'll see you there. Fifteenth anniversary. They've been doing it for fifteen Whoa. years. I can't believe that. It's like my Christmas. I had to guess ten. But. I wondered if you got I've, this is this will be my eleventh year doing it, so I wondered did, did any of you guys have this before Asylum? Mm, Not no. before. I don't remember Jordan. it. No. Yes, I brought it to the world. Yeah. I was gonna say where would we have gone? For? Well, I lived in yeah. there was I lived, places. I lived in Columbus. The first one was in two thousand two of May, and I remember I went to the store in Columbus, and it was just kind of in its infancy. They didn't quite know what to do with it. It's not what it has become. They're wanting us to do what? And it was literally, it was just a table in their back room. Mm-hmm. They wanted you to shop first. Like, well, if you're making your purchase, <laughs> and on your way out, grab a freebie. Uh-huh. Like, you didn't even know what you were getting till you walked through a sketchy, like, <laughs> like loading dock area. And it was like, here's some free comics <laughs> on your way out the door. And, like, that was the extent of it. You kids want some candy. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, two, that was 2002. Uh, they wanted to tie – well, I, the whole thing it began with uh, Joe Field, a retailer from California, owns the store Flying Colors, and he had the idea in 2001. I've heard the story. He got it from – I think it was Baskin-Robbins. There was like a free scoop day where you could go in and get a free taste of ice cream, and he thought, why do we not do that with comics? And this is right at the point we're just getting over the 90s, uh, you know, the speculator boom where the comics industry completely collapsed in the late 90s. So we were just getting over that, and these movies had just started coming out. X-Men movies, the Blade movies, Spider-Man was premiering. So we were just at the beginning of this new era in fandom, and he had this brilliant idea, like, let's celebrate this. So the weekend, the first Spider-Man movie came out, May 4th, 2002, they had this nationwide celebration, and like I said, we're 15 years later. I I thought it started with the X-Men movie. I never, I had no clue it was with the Spider-Man movies. Yep. Yeah, was X-Men maybe the year well, like X-Men 2 was maybe the year yeah. after or something like that so learn something new every day so yeah it's and the, I think the biggest thing is there are no national chains you mean like yeah, doesn't McDonald's have free burger day or something you know they, there are things like that free small coffee day <laughs> yeah, on Black they, Friday they have certain things like that but there are no national comic book chains so these are everything's independent so this is a very coordinated effort through thousands of independently owned stores uh, and you know there have been things like Record Store Day. There, there are things have come after that. So uh, it, it was. I think the idea was for three main reasons. It was, it was you know thanking your current customers. It's like hey, here's a freebie. Thanks for being a customer. And then to bring back lapsed customers or entice people who may be curious about a comic they saw it in a movie that you know well, I, I've always wanted to check out a comic store, but 
you could be a little apprehensive going in one. If you've never been in one, you may not know what's going on in there. So this is the day they can open their doors and let everybody in. And, of course, introducing young readers to comics, maybe for the first time. And then, of course, the third reason is just the celebration of the art form, getting it out there. There's tons of free publicity. You know, it's on, it makes the news. It makes, you know, uh, now, you know, Comic-Con becomes national news. They, they Conan O'Brien does a live bit from Comic-Con. It's on, you know, your, your NBC affiliate. It's like, well, now we have news at Comic-Con. So in the last 15 years, the world has changed. <laughs> and as far as publicity, but when this began, it was hard to get comic books, you know, out in the news. I remember when you had to get Comic Con news from G Four. <laughs> That's yeah. no longer exists. Although I did hear uh, Sci Fi Channel is going to be yeah. doing some live things from Comic Con this year. So yeah, so May seventh, we're talking stores around the world are giving away free comics. Now, how busy is your store on Free Comic Book Day? The busiest. It is our busiest day of the year. We had about six hundred and fifty people last year, I think. No, but you're not doing just giving free comics away you have a lot of things going on yeah the, throughout the whole it's kind of evolved and most stores try to to make it a bit an event yeah you know, ramp it's it not up. just here's a free comic so yeah that's uh, and tr- it's not just like free comics off the shelf correct right. yes there are <laughs> there are specific each publisher has a, a a book they've put out something they want to promote and they offer it at very low cost to retailers. So it's not free to retailers. A lot of people have that misconception. They they wonder why there are limits to this. Why aren't you just giving away free? We do have to buy them. Yeah, Jordan I, I is did. buying you guys a comic book. <laughs> I don't begrudge that. I just I like to point that out. It's like crack. Here you go, kids. <laughs> yeah, we're talking twenty three hundred stores this year across North America and six million books will be given away. I plan on giving away about 1,200 that day. Nice. Uh, and there are hmm. 50 titles. It got, there was a little bit of controversy because the last couple of years, it's such a good promotion. Every company wanted uh, a free comic day yeah. comic. And it was getting to the point there were 70, 80 titles to choose from. Impossible. And you it, can't do that. So do they, they still have limit. like the different levels, like gold and. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there are 50 titles. There are a dozen called the gold sponsors. So any store participating will have those 12 titles. And then there are all these other ones that you might get. or there are some but Bigger stores mm-hmm. will have a bigger selection. Smaller stores, maybe not so much. So I thought we'd just do a quick rundown of some of the stuff coming out. Maybe you could uh, plan what you might want to grab because it's a really hectic day. You might have to elbow old ladies out of the yeah. way or kick kids <laughs> kick, kick kids out of your way. So what's the dirty so, dozen? Uh, hey, man, is there any uh, Superman on there? Uh, yeah, well, you know what I'm saying? No, actually, no. Oh, no. Well, well, never mind. All right, so the big one, uh, this one was the, the highest ordered by far, Civil War Two. There's a prologue. Brian Michael Bendis and Jim Chung, and uh, it's kind of a lead-in to the big summer crossover coming out very soon. And then as a backup to that, you're going to get a, a preview of the – there's a new Wasp character, someone new in the suit mm-hmm. from all new, all different X-Men. So Mark Wade and Al Davis, you get a little preview of the new person in the Wasp suit. Excitement. So that one's kind of the big – as far as tied to continuity and important impacting an upcoming storyline – and it just so happens a movie called Civil War comes out the day before. So <laughs> I did not even yeah. realize that's the same weekend. Yes. <laughs> now, now, who's the artist on that again? Jim Chung, C-H-E-U-N-G. Now, does anybody remember his start? I do not. 
of his X Force. Really, I remember he's an him and Greg Capella both like got their start on X Force, and I can I just the the reason yep uh huh the reason why I was saying that is because I just remember watching their art style evolve and watching him rise the ranks with his art style. And, oh, I I like his yeah. stuff. It's really good. The uh, it's Oliver. Copel is the the main artist on Civil mm, War. He did too, some but, Avengers at one point, I remember. Yeah, so this is just the prologue. You're going to get a little bit of uh, setting up the conflict. You get a little Thanos cameo, a few other cameos, so a good issue. And then uh, DC, they're putting out a Suicide Squad issue. Which no. we got a movie coming up. I heard tying that, into this too. big movie. When is that movie coming out? August. Uh, August, pretty soon. Mm. But First yeah. weekend in August. You might think, oh, is this a... You know, rebirth issue of the new Suicide Squad? No. This is a reprint. It's a reprint. It's not the new Suicide Squad that's currently out. Mm-hmm. It's the Suicide Squad from, from when the new 52 launched yeah, four I years remember. ago. Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> I remember that issue. Hey, it's free, guys. <laughs> Come on, DC. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to reprint from Adam Glass and Federico Delaccio of uh, yeah, this is, and it's, uh, it's rated T+. It's uh, basically an issue of the Suicide Squad being tortured. Bring the kids. So, uh, yeah, this one may not be great for the youngest readers, but... Uh, I would like the art there. Yeah, so I don't think DC quite had their ducks in a row in time to do a big rebirth issue, which they probably wanted to have done. But they probably forgot about it. Like, yeah, it's like, how do you not know plan. this is coming up? Well, I wondered if maybe that's a little clue to the new movie. Yeah, for all we know, we don't know. We're what, very based in yeah. the new 52 Suicide Squad. Yeah. All right, Dark Horse has a book of Serenity, you know, the Firefly TV show, the Serenity movie. Uh, it's a brand I new. bringing that back. I do not start spreading rumors. <laughs> <laughs> that makes people very angry when they hear that. Uh, yeah, so it's a brand new story. It's, uh, I don't want to give a spoiler to something that happens after the movie because many people probably haven't read the books. That's what I was just going to say. What timeline is this? Yeah, this is after the movies. Ooh. So there have been several graphic novels set after that, and they introduce a new character with ties to some folks who have passed on. And this is River telling that person a story about how the whole crew met. And it's written like a fairy tale about a warrior named Zoe and a dashing pilot named Wash. So it's a, it's a fun – there's that old X-Men story where Kitty Pride uh, was telling oh, a fairy yeah. tale story. It's sort of like that. So it's a fairy tale That's history of, of Serenity. Stories. Yeah. Thank you. So you get a – then you get backups from Hellboy by Mike Magnola and Richard Corbin. It's a fun like haunted house story. And there's an excerpt from Aliens Defiance, the new series that's coming out. So that's all in the Dark Horse one shot. IDW is bringing back Rom the Space Knight. Ooh. So that's your first look at that new series, uh, bringing back the 80s toy line character. Now, I have a – I know it's a little off topic, but – That's okay. I was going to go there too, uh, so go ahead. Rom, <laughs> originally in the comics, was Marvel, right? Yes. Okay. So I had a question with the new movies coming out. Do you guys think they're going to – can they use the backstory from those days or is this going to be all new, Wrong. I'm not sure. Marvel has the rights to the concept of Space Knights. Okay. And like were, the Dire Wraith and all the characters yeah. they introduced, uh-huh. but they do not have the rights to Rom. Okay. Huh. So they can allude to some great warrior from the past, but they can never they don't say that's, the word wrong. That's ever. interesting. I had, so I don't know what the movie's gonna do to get around that. I had one issue that had Rom in it with the dire what were they called? Dire Wraiths. Dire Wraiths. I was gonna say something else, so I just wanted to clarify. 
<laughs> but it actually had the Beyonder in it, and Rick Jones became like this superhero Hulk. Rick yeah, James? yeah, <laughs> Rick James. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, back then because Rom used to interact with all the Marvel universe, yeah. all you know. Mm-hmm. So and, it wasn't like the original; like it was a toy line through. Yeah, yeah it was a toy had, that that they just kind which of that was the same thing with the Micronauts too, right? The same thing. Yeah. So I'm very curious with this new Hasbro how that's going to work and how they're going to un- incorporate things like Rom and the Visionaries with things like GI Joe. Um, and mask like G.I. Joe and mask. I can see how they would fit together quite Which, easily. But. Oddly enough, Marvel has done comic on all those titles yeah. at some <laughs> so. point. Anyway, no, the same people don't own the rights to any of it. Yeah. yeah Needless but. to say, I'm very, uh, I'm going to take a look at that ROM book. Yeah. The ROM, uh, speaking of G.I. Joe, the backup to ROM is action man. Which was the British equivalent yep. of G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. This is kind of an updated take, kind of a James Bondish look at a British superhero, super spy kind of thing. Uh, Image Comics is doing an all ages book, uh, Camp Midnight, by Steven Se- Siegel and Jason Adam Katzenstein. Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Yes, he wrote a comic. But it's a it's a little girl sent mistakenly sent to a camp full of monsters. It's like a camp to rehabilitate monsters. Could, I, I, I want to see Steven Seagal like read this out loud to a bunch of kids. Like it's Camp Midnight, kids. <laughs> Check it out. He was hard to kill. <laughs> uh, Bongo puts out their typical Simpsons. That's one of the most popular ones every year. I was gonna say I see that every yep. year. Bongo. So it's all new short stories. There's a. Uh, Pie Man and Cupcake Kid, which is the uh, Homer Simpson's superhero alter ego. And there's a story where Bart convinces everyone that Principal Skinner is a vampire in the town. <laughs> uh, rallies with pitchforks and torches. Uh, Archie is putting out a reprint of Archie number one. Kind of the, uh, speaking of faux hawks, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the modernization of uh, Archie by Mark Wade and Fiona. Hey, Stan. that's Jimmy Olsen. I haven't even looked at that. <laughs> yeah, I was curious Jimmy about Olsen. the new archie so yeah you get the full first issue of that and it's not it's for a little bit older readers i would caution there is uh the h word is mentioned at one point which i don't ever recall it sounds a little more like teenage speak but uh it's maybe not your youngest readers archie but you get a, a backup uh prints some of the uh, first issue of jughead by chip zadarsky and erica henderson so you get kind of a two for one on that one uh, Dynamite is doing a Bob's Burgers comic. Oh, huh. that'll be popular. Where you get My daughter short, love it. Yeah, short stories from each of these characters. And Does I, anyone here not love Bob's Burgers? I read the issue the other night, and I just heard all the act, voice actors' the voice. voices, <laughs> in my, and it just made it funnier because yeah. you can just hear you can hear that it's written very well, like the show. Yeah. Uh, Titan has a Doctor Who comic. You get four short stories starring each of the last four Doctors: nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. So those are all brand new stories. Uh, and Boom actually has a Boom Kids that they do every year. I didn't get any of those. <laughs> Diamond shorted them, and uh, they haven't re-arrived yet. So. Thanks, Diamond. Yeah, so I may only have 11 of the 12 Golden Monster titles due to some technical snafus, but hey, it's a, it's a good book. Mouse Guard, Jim Henson's Labyrinth, all new short stories, and a couple of samples from upcoming Adventure Time and Lumberjanes. Uh, I do have the Valiant... One shot. It's a 4001 AD is the upcoming storyline. It gives you kind of a, a prequel to that. Uh, Archer and Armstrong, Bloodshot, Faith, just a couple of short stories. And Michael, I, I'm begging you, what is this character's name? The star of Valiant Comics. It's spelled R A I. 
Rye? Is it Rye or Ray? Ray, Raw. I have never known. I've, I've seen that character for 25 years now, and I've never known how to pronounce it. Of course, I always just went with Raw. Raw? Ray? <laughs> raw. Ray? Rye? Ray? Raw? Uh, I feel like... Which I... I, I, feel I, like, I, I think feel of, like Rye makes... I, whatever me, you yeah. say, I will go with, because I have no I have no clue. I, I have no idea. Don't use mine. But wasn't... Isn't he tied into Bloodshot somehow? They're all... Like Valiant, in the original in Valiant. The like, Valiant has become a very cohesive universe. Well, They're I mean, at least in tied. the original, like, I always thought they were somehow connected. I, I couldn't yeah, remember how, I couldn't though. tell you how, but they were always yeah. kind of a similar yeah, universe. Uh, the last gold sponsor from Viz Publisher is Pokemon. You get uh, short Pokemon comics, and there's quizzes and jokes. Test your knowledge of the different Pokemon characters. Well, let's see. Well, that's a gold list. There's a lot of good stuff on there. So, so then they, like I said, there's there's other comics that are going to fill out the list. They may not be at every shop. They might, uh, they might, may not be. Maybe who knows? I'm still waiting to hear what one I'm interested in. Well, DC kind of redeems himself with their with their silver list. Uh, all ages graphic novel superhero girls. You're going to get a preview of that. You better have a bunch new, of those. This yep. is the new thing. There's going to be a whole toy line, yeah. graphic novel line, merchandise. I've already told some chicks that uh, that you know they have daughters. I was like, that's the one you want. We're going to get these broads in here reading comics. <laughs> I, call, I always call them chicks I work with. They like it. But anyway, that that I thought they're uh, called Seth's Angels. <laughs> <laughs> that too, but definitely, yeah. I think that's going to be your most popular girl this, comic. Yeah, this is an excellent. It's, looks it looks like awesome. Female empowerment, like they're all wearing clothes. They're Who all proportioned the correctly. I like, the, I like the art. It's really. I didn't write that down. I would describe it as fun. Yeah, it's very cartoony. It looks. Uh, they have like a mini YouTube series, also. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think there's a movie coming out, maybe. Or yeah, I've yeah. seen some animation. Like I can the, see this being something. Like the YouTube, it's completely to the YouTube market where they're only like two minutes. Mm. So Shay Fontana is the writer, and Yancey Labot is the artist. Oh. Apparently, my nieces were watching this, and they're about three years old, and they were really into it. But my nephews were questioning, wait, why are they hanging out with Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy? Like, aren't those <laughs> yeah, villains? Like, it's a they, little... were, they, were, they were asking some of the continuity questions, but the, the nieces loved it. So Now for the Platinum List. And the Marvel, the second Marvel List, they have another new issue. It's not no reprints from Marvel this year. Captain America. <laughs> so we're going to get the prologue to Steve Rogers' return. What's a prologue? Lo- the before the log. <laughs> What's an epilogue? Before the log. <laughs> so, There's yeah, a prologue, a... log, epilogue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Whoa. you get the prologue. So yeah, Steve Rogers is coming back as Cap. He's getting what? his own title. So you're going to get the, the prologue to it. Nick Spencer and Jesus Saez. And there's a backup story with Spider-Man. And Battlestar. For the upcoming Dead No More storyline. Which there's been a lot of hints about this. There's been a lot of secrecy. Basically, I heard it was something like the villains are offered a chance or something to have somebody. You guys want to see a spoiler? Oh yeah. All right, see, Peter see, Parker. See, see. Uh, the Rhino. They've been hinting in recent issues of Spider-Man. Uh, the Rhino's wife is back alive, which she yeah. kind of famously died. There's some mysterious villain that brought his wife back to life in order to get the rhino to work for him. Yeah, he says he offers some of Spider-Man's enemies the chance to revive their loved ones if they follow his orders. So you see in this a few other characters you believe to be dead, and then the final page, no spoilers, guys, but... What? (laughs) Come to free comic book day, kids. (laughs) What? I was going to save this till after this was over, Jordan, but... I work this Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I really want that issue, and that's a war thing. 
That's pretty cool. So yeah, Marvel's. Got I know a something you don't know. Na 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 boo boo. There's another one from Dark Horse. You know, the one with the Serenity and Angel or Hellboy and uh, Aliens is more toward the grown up So that they have a kids version. Uh, Legend of Korra, which that looks like fun. The spinoff of uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. That series is freaking amazing. Like my kids, well, they're adults now, but they love that show. <laughs> Uh, it's got Plants vs. Zombies, How to Train Your Dragon. So, yeah, a couple all-ages short stories. Uh, some of the other ones, we've got Attack on Titan, the manga, Grumpy Cat, Strawberry who, who Shortcake. Who has the Attack on Titan license? Uh, Kodansha Comics. Oh, okay. It's not one of the big ones. It's, it must be a Japanese publisher. Prince, is that Princess Jellyfish on the back? Yes, I didn't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, Michael? I have no clue, but I love the title. I want to own it. <laughs> So yeah, Grumpy Cat has their own comic, Strawberry Shortcake, SpongeBob SquarePants, Sonic the Hedgehog. So we've got something for everybody. It's going to be a great day. Awesome. So that is this coming Saturday, this yep. week. Saturday, This is May the big 7th. comic book weekend. Bring the family. You're going to go see Civil War this weekend, and you're going to go to the comic book store. I love that those big movies open that yes, weekend. Every I year. just have that a whole nerd make it weekend. like a big deal. Yep. Yeah, what's so next year is Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Year after that, Infinity War 1. Year after that, Infinity War 2. They got this locked up. Every year, this is your holiday. Now, for people that have never been to Free Comic Book Day, what are some of the other events you usually do? Uh, what we do, we always have like an arts and crafts table out front so kids can color, make crafts, uh, do different things. We have some games. We have face painting. We have some people in costume. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's just kind of a whole, you can, you can spend as long as you want, or you can run in and grab two freebies, or you can uh, make a whole day of it. Are you, are you doing any promotions uh, for charity, anything like that? Yes. We we ask people uh, two free comics per person, because we try to you know make sure there's enough for everybody. But if you bring a $1 donation or a canned food donation to the Tri-County Food Pantry, you can take an extra thir- a third comic. So... Yeah, the last couple of years we've raised uh, some pretty good – because this is kind of an off-season for food pantries. Around the holidays they get a lot of donations. But, you know, the middle of spring, summer, they don't quite – you know, school's getting out, so there's not a lot of charity work going on. So they really appreciate a little extra kick. And what better way than to be a superhero than to help the homeless? It's amazing. Wait, man, what the – what's – never mind. The, the foodless. The foodless. foodless. <laughs> the foodless. The hungry. <laughs> you too can help the foodless. No, it, it does warm my heart. They're, they're Kashiki. <laughs> <laughs> We're here all night, guys. But, like, it's normally, I don't see any greedy people that day. It seems like they, I have people come up with armloads of food and they don't want a dozen comics. They're just like, he, it's, it is – it's the best – because there are some things with the comic hobby, there are some bad cliches or there's some – you know, you just hear the online grumbling. But this celebrates the best about comics. It's community. I just see smiles all day long. I see kids running around happy. I see nerds in the corner debating the movie they just watched. Like it's it's just a great day all around and I, I enjoy it. Awesome. So – and then next week – what are we doing? On the podcast? Maybe? Yeah. Well. What can they look forward to? There's a movie coming out called Civil War. I think we've mentioned. Yes. 
So I thought since we have is two, is this like a Civil War? Is it a documentary? Yes, Ken Burns documentary. It's very interesting. It's going to be about seventeen hours long. <laughs> Samuel Adams like, in that one. <laughs> so we we have two. We have. <laughs> I'm just going to walk that fast. We say we have two Marvel fans here and two DC fans. So we don't want to spoil. The movie, immediately, the week it comes out, we're going to give it a week for everyone to see it and have a chance before right. we talk about it. But we can't contain our excitement, so we're going to have a good old-fashioned debate, Marvel versus DC. We're going to see who would win in that kind of civil war. I love it. <laughs> awesome. And then probably the week after that, then you'll finally hear what we think of the movie Civil yeah. War. We'll definitely do, be doing a uh, a review, yeah. um, and maybe you'll get to hear the whole thing this time. <laughs> maybe not well i really we don't, know. don't know why break tradition anytime we do a special you know the star wars back in the so pro land was one of the best podcasts we did completely ruined by audio issues <laughs> batman versus superman completely ruined by computer issues what more could go wrong? Yeah, so. I can't wait to find out. Guess what? We still have the same computer. <laughs> Coming right along. Uh, before we end the podcast, I just want to give a shout out to Chris Yambar. I met him several years um, at Still City Con uh, through DJ Kaufman. A funny story was he picked up a tiki glass and spilt water all over my graphic novel I was selling. <laughs> it, but you, you soak it, you buy it. You had, one, right. you had one sale that weekend. <laughs> so the, the good news is, <laughs> is uh, he, he's done a, a few he things. He puts some wobbly glasses. <laughs> he surrounds them. <laughs> yes. That guy's dollar is the frame dollar that Mike has. Uh, he, he he apologized and came back with some signed Simpson comics. Uh, really great guy, and I've seen him at a few cons. I, I got to talk to him a little bit that night, but just he I just really enjoyed him. And unfortunately, he's had a lot of health problems uh, this last uh, year or so. So I, I just want to give him a shout out and wish him well. Uh, he has a surgery coming up here, so my thoughts and prayer pray, prayers. I don't know Pray, him, but prayers. I'll go with you on that. So. Absolutely. Best wishes. Yes. And with that, I am the most illustrious <laughs> Michael Gaston. Yeah. Yeah. He is, folks. <laughs> Believe uh, it. Actually, what's funny is my son Jordan was mocking me today. <laughs> and I'm trying I don't think to... he's the only one, Michael. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think what he said. 172 of... <laughs> downloads says more than Jordan. <laughs> well, because he didn't say illustrious. He said something. I, I can't remember. And I was like, excuse me. It is illustrious. I am the most illustrious Michael K. Easton. I am trying desperately not to make fun of him. Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. Two scoops. Out. Out.